Everybody, reading you loud and clear, Sean Kennedy. Hello. Hello. How's it going? All right. Very well. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh. You and I, are, you and I, are doing pretty well, aren't we, with this um, little run of film club uh, editions? We and, are. Uh, yeah. And, and, and uh, well, technically, this is your choice again because you did suggest this one. And uh, oh, what a doozy it is as well. We're going to do Point Break. The original From Point Break. The original <laughs> Point Break. Yeah. I mean, we can mention the re- actually. Fuck it. Let's mention the remake now. Did you see it? Neither did I. <laughs> Let's move on. That's that done, then. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was actually showing on a plane when I went over to uh, the states. Well, there and back actually, and I thought, will I watch it? And I pr- played it, and the, the first five minutes has one of these really fucking laughable, uh, you know, stunts gone wrong. You know, someone dies in an accident, oh, and God. I honestly, you know, almost lost my lunch laughing. It was that funny. Um, obviously, it wasn't supposed to be. It's meant to be tragic, but it was hilarious. Um, and I thought, well, I keep watching, and I was like, no, it's going to go serious from here on, and it's just going to get shit. So I sort of fast-forwarded um, and just sort of skipped through to see what the look of it, you know, sort of looked like and the stuff they got up to, and it just looked wrong <laughs> all over. Well, I think it's a so, prime example of uh, a film that doesn't need to be remade. <laughs> and, and, and everyone said it, and then they, they kept announcing it, and everyone said we don't want it, and then they announced it, and they kept fucking around with the casting, because apparently Gerard Butler was initially going to be in it as Bodie, and then they got oh, it going, God. and then who the hell is Luke Bracey, and then, uh, you know, who cares, uh, it came, it went, no one went to see it, apparently it was absolutely shit anyway, what I saw was absolutely shit, but, back, uh, all the way back to 1991, for Catherine Bigelow's Point Break, uh, co-written by James Cameron, and of course, yeah. <laughs> God, this film has dated so well. Um, it really has. Yeah, yeah, it holds up. Yeah, yep. Um, I do. Uh, so my uh, my Blu-ray collection, I could do with some more extras. Hello, Catherine Bigelow. Do a bloody commentary, why don't you? Oh God, uh, so good. And at that time, uh, was all over the news because of some of the groundbreaking uh, action sequences, particularly the on-foot chase. That is still something that is taught in colleges and universities across the world today when it comes to action cinema. Oh, really? The handheld running down the alleyways and over the fences and through the built and through the homes and shit. Um, yeah, uh, a wonderful bit of filmmaking right there. Well, the, the Bourne director made a career out of it, didn't he, afterwards? <laughs> well, <laughs> With the exactly. uh, handheld, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, it is, it is very good. I, it really sticks in my mind, mm. that, as well. So it was a, a video job for me when it came along. But, I mean, I, I had seen the trailers. I had watched it in the top ten shows. 
and was dead excited. You know, I knew who Keanu Reeves was at the time. It was, it was Bill from Bill and Ted. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was Ted from Bill and Ted. Ted He's Ted. Yeah. Sorry, not Bill. Um, it was Ted. So, and I think the same year he actually did um, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. He did, yeah, <laughs> which is kind of weird when you think about it because he's... It is weird, yeah. you know, the same summer of that film and then this one because one he's like, a teenager and this one he's more of a, but an adult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keanu Reeves playing Keanu Reeves, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen them lately, the Bill and Ted films? I wonder if they're any fucking good anymore. Um, I, I have. I've watched Excellent Adventure really recently. I used to know the entire script that's, for that film because oh, I watched really? it so that's much. That's got to have. That's you, we're fucking Al Leong's fucking um, <laughs> Genghis Khan. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Party on, dudes! Are there, president? Uh, is it any good? Does it still stand up, or is it just a bit fucking shit? No, it's very of its day. It still it looks very late eighties. Um, yeah. Well, late eighties, early nineties, because it's still got that. Um, you know, California man still has that look in a way. You know that sort of. Yeah. Um, but you know, I I still I still get a bit of a kick out of it. Um, still like the music, even though it's total spandex, like eighties hair metal. But um, <laughs> I haven't seen Bogus Journey for a while, and um, that's got um, Jim Martin, hasn't it, from Faith in the More? That's right. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the film dates itself right there because he left the fucking band on the next album. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah. Oh dear. I remember. Yeah. I remember. Great that. soundtrack. Great. I had the soundtrack for the second one because I had the uh, uh, the Perfect Crime by Faith No More, which wasn't on any, any other album. That's right. I've still um, got it proudly. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. That CD. oh, excellent. Mm. Oh, get a bit of Primus on there as well. Mm. Yeah. Very good album. Say, baby. <laughs> um, right. Okay. Anyway, what the fuck? Um, yeah. Back to Point Break. So, uh, I mean, and Patrick Swayze, I mean, this is kind of his first, uh, that I can think of, bad guy role that he'd done. You know, he'd been badass, he's, he's, he'd, but he'd, he'd always be, uh, I mean, what I suppose what carries over into this film is the whole fucking, you know, zen master kind of thing that, that he likes to uh, have in his films. You know, a man that likes to think yeah. and also be a man of action as well. One with the world and one with nature and, be, and spiritual, you know, the spiritual side of everything. But it just so happens that he's a bank robber as well. Mm-hmm. As opposed to a good guy. I'm just trying to think. I can't recall any other villain role before this, actually. And he does it really well, as well. It's like that classic, um, you know, like John Lithgow in Cliffhanger. You you would never have expected he'd be that good a bad guy. You know, it's the same here. (laughs) Um, Excellent, yeah. I watched that the other day. I actually watched Cliffhanger last week. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I think we talked about it. Can't get enough of Craig Fairbrass's mullet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, uh, Patrick oh, Swayze's uh, sporting quite a decent mullet in Point Break, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah the old do you beach reckon? Curls. Yes. Do you reckon that? Um, uh, sorry, I've forgotten his name. Uh, Owen um, Wilson, uh, his character in Zoolander. Do you reckon he was based off of Patrick Swayze's character in Point Break? No, but I, I will say that he, he he's he's a combination of the look of Patrick Swayze's character and the dumbness of Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, Zoolander, but no, just all the whole Zen yeah. master thing, and you know, because he's into his yeah, extreme yeah. sports and everything. Yeah, <laughs> Bodhi, Bodhi. Yeah, uh, do we recognise anybody else in his uh, gang of um, presidents? Nixon, Johnson, and Carter. Because uh, there's one guy, which is the um, the last one who dies, the one that dies on his way down, parachuting, who bleeds to death. Yeah. Um, he's been in a he's been in a bunch of stuff. That's um, James Legro. 
Um, I actually did a couple of small roles for Catherine Bigelow. He, was, he had a very small role in Near Dark. He's the he's the young kid in the bar that lives that gets away mm. when they massacre that bar. Yeah. No, no, I don't. I don't recognise any of the other actors really uh, in in the no, game. Yeah, the other, that is. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the other guys. I, I don't know. I uh, I I remember the first few times I saw this. I always saw it as the four of them because it's the four of them that go in and, and commit all these robberies. Robberies, but there's actually a fifth member, isn't there? There's the guy who's called Rosie. He's the one that kidnaps um, uh, Laurie Petty. Yes. And yeah. ha- holds on to her. He, and when they're all like surfing, he's like lying on the beach, sticking his leg in the fire and shit. Well, yeah, he's... Because um, the film opens with a bank robbery, doesn't it? And you see all mm. five of them quite prominently there, but then he takes a... No, 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 it's, it's only four of them. Is it really? Whenever it's a, whenever there's a robbery, it's only four pre- ex-presidents. What about the um, the getaway driver? Uh well well I guess it well unless he's the getaway driver then I guess maybe he is yeah just... but he never wore a mask no okay. well that I saw well he was yeah. an idiot and, uh, as well look... wasn't he Roach his yeah, name well, uh, well, uh, no Roach is the James Legros character oh. Rosie's the what the one who who who, bear, who I don't even know if he has a fucking line in the movie um but you know he looks like a proper you know dark haired rocker anyway. But yeah, anyway, that that dude I always forget about because he's just sort of in the background, and the only time you prominently see him is when he does that video of her tied up and captures both he, her and him in the mirror. Yeah, well, don't forget yeah. you got Anthony Kiedis in there as well as Tone. He's a Red Hot Chili Peppers singer. Oh, that's the other gang. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, the the rival gang. Yeah, on the, the uh, rival gang. On the beach. Yeah, fucking Anthony <laughs> Kiedis is in there. And uh, it's, the, it's the, uh, the leader of that gang, War Child. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was the main bad guy in Cyborg. What, the first Cyborg? Yeah, that Van Damme. Oh, I haven't seen that for a long time. I watched the, uh, watched the second one recently, though, but I didn't know that. Yeah, Vincent Clint, he was yeah the, the bad guy in Cyborg, with all the bad <laughs> acting. Second <laughs> one, that was Angelina Jolie, wasn't it? Yes, it was, yeah. Yeah, in, yeah, a, in an in early Elias role. Elias Cateus. Yeah, a very attractive wow. um, Angelina Jolie in that film, actually. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I remember that film. It was it was odd. I think this is the third one as well, which I never saw. I think all boys of our age remember that. Remember the second one in particular. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I was I was, uh, I was just going to say about Anthony Kiedis because around about this time, um, Flea from uh, Red Hot Chili's was in loads of films all the bloody time as well, wasn't he? That's right. They they appeared in a couple together as well. Mm. I, I think Ben and I mentioned not too long ago, well, quite recently, they they were in a Charlie Sheen movie called The Chase, and they played two nutters like in a van chasing after, uh, amongst loads of other people, chasing Charlie Sheen and this girl down a highway as he's, as they're both trying to get away from the cops. It becomes like a big media sensation, and like every fucking lunatic with a cast tries to join in. Yes. and Anthony Kiedis and Flea. Anthony Kiedis and Flea are two nutters in a van like we want to be part of it and end up fucking crashing and shit later on I'm going to write that down because I (laughs) I'd totally forgotten about that film's existence and I used to love it I know yeah Yeah, the chase Uh, there's like loads of like little minor roles for actors that you knew like a fucking um, what's his face from the Princess Bride uh, Carrie Elwes is in it as a news reporter just very briefly on TV like what the fuck's he doing there hmm it's almost like the director knew lots of people and called in lots of favours kind of a thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that, that, that rival gang, I mean, great. I mean, because you, you get... Because um, the other member in, the, in, in their team, the guy called Bunker, is the one that punches out 
um, Keanu Reeves earlier on because Keanu's trying to learn how to surf and he gets in this guy's way and the guy fucking decks him one and then later on he gets the rest of his gang to come beat him up which is where you get that nice little bit of a fight where Anthony Kiedis gets thrown halfway down the beach by Patrick Swayze yeah <laughs> yeah the, when they're having the shower yeah and Keanu Reeves has his rainbow surfboard doesn't he <laughs> and they all take <laughs> the piss out of it yeah I love it uh, fucking, the, well, the bloody cyborg dude chops it in half with one fucking blow. I was like, what the fuck is this thing made of? <laughs> well, they're made of polystyrene, aren't they? All surfboards, are made, yeah. Yeah, and, and then obviously he they become his first... Um, he's like, ah, it must be them. They're the bad guys. And obviously halfway through the film, they they bust them and it all goes tits up. Yeah. And then you get that lovely cameo. Well, we, well, we say cameo. That lovely small role for uh, Tom Sizemore as part of their gang. Uncredited, it says here as well. Uncredited, mm. yeah. You think I like this hair, man? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you need the um, you need the rival gang scene anyway to to kind of get uh, Patrick Swayze uh, on board with um, with uh, with Keanu Reeves, don't you? Because he's sort of you know to make him look like a good guy. Absolutely. Well, I mean, visit. I mean, I mean, they do become proper buddies. I mean, he does respect him, and his, uh, you know, his outlook on stuff. It just so happens that he happens to be the bad guy as well. Yeah. You know, so that's where the bromance, you know, breaks up. Obviously, later on in the film, when uh, they really discover, you know, shit's going down. Well, we haven't mentioned Gary uh, Busey. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, what is there to you say about what? Gary Busey? Do, uh, I'll tell you what. There's something new I can tell you. I've been playing the the game Hitman, right? And you can look this up online. They had, at some point this summer, you can assassinate Gary Busey in the game. Oh, my God. <laughs> they had Gary Busey and Gary... Who the hell was it? One of the other guys. Gary Cole. Both of them did an advert for the, the game Hitman going, this summer, you can kill me if you vote for me in the game <laughs> Hitman. And and they'd be basically saying, you know, I like to steal lollipops off kids or shit in them and then give them back to the kid. And, you know, this basically foul things that they've done or, or you know, pretended to have done. We hope. Um, and then uh, basically players voted for who they wanted to kill the most and most people voted for Gary Busey so he's won so at some point hey free ad for Hitman um, at some point this summer you're going to get a special mission where you can kill Gary Busey but, and if this goes down well then it's like oh there should, hopefully there'll be something that you can they'll, they'll, they'll keep incorporating into the future <laughs> well I mean Gary Busey in this film is pretty much just like he is in every film um and that's awesome to be in this in this day uh, at this time. See, uh, even when they cast Ray Winstone in, I guess what it was the equivalent of his role in the new version. Yeah. I was like, he ain't no fucking Gary Busey now, no, is he? No. <laughs> um, he's great. He's terrific in this. Film. He's also got all the quotable lines, hasn't he? And just being a fucking. Lo- I mean, when he jumps in the swimming pool at the end, he's like, "Wow, <laughs> <laughs> nutter, absolute fucking." Nutter. I think he's just coked up all the time, isn't he? <laughs> I, mean, I think that's the problem. <laughs> but I mean, Keanu is quotable as well, but only because of his fucking horrible delivery. I'm an FBI agent. That being hey, the my one, Johnny yeah. Utah. Just caught my first tube this morning, sir. Oh god. Oh hey, John C. McGinley as the as the the bad tempered boss. Yeah, yeah. You've got to have the bad tempered boss, though. Obviously, absolutely. And uh, yeah. yeah, and Laurie Petty. Which is a nice little bit of casting as well. I, used to, you know. I never. Uh, this is. I've never been a massive fan of her. I think I had this out with Ben when we talked about Tank Girl, uh-huh. and I was like, "Yeah, just I don't know. Just something about her that just kind of makes me want to. I don't know. I think she's less. I mean, she isn't like full on annoying Tank Girl mode in this film. No, of course not. Yeah, there's something there that's just not my thing. 
But uh, okay, you know, she's fine. No, she I, does yeah, a good job. I, I think she's great. I, I enjoy her yeah. and every. I think she elevates things like Tank Girl, for example. If they had cast somebody else, I think I think it would have been poor. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, it'd be unfair for me to say that Tank Girl is her fault. <laughs> mm. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, but, but I mean, I mean, she's here to uh, as the love interest, and she used to have a thing with the other guy. And that never yeah. really becomes a, a, a thing, really. Um, but well, she's um, a way into the gang as well, and she's got yeah. the, the backstory about the parents dying, hasn't she? And um, and uh, and Keanu Reeves kind of manipulates that, doesn't he? he? Uses that as a way to get in with the gang yeah, a little bit, which is a bit, right. bit yeah. backstabbing, bit underhand to him. Yep. And yeah. He gets, a, gets a gun in the fucking face for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he does, yeah. Yeah. Um, did you find, though, like, I'm just thinking back, like, I remember the first time I watched it, which is really unusual, because I usually can't, when I've seen a film that many times, I usually can't mm-hmm. remember exactly the first time, but um, did you find it? there's a bit of a division in the way that it starts off like a surf film? Obviously, it's a, you know, it's an undercover story, undercover cop story, yeah. but... Um, when it suddenly started going all about parachute jumping, they almost forgot the surfing side of it, you know what I mean? But I, I knew that was coming, though, because like I said, I'd seen a lot of clips before I actually watched the film, so I was aware of the jumping out of planes, and I'd seen a clip of them all, woohoo, in the sky. Yeah. And a beautifully shot, uh, that sequence. It was just, the, you know, an extension of them being adrenaline junkies, but you only get, they only go off and do that the one time, and that is so that they can brace him afterwards with the news that they've kidnapped the the woman he's seeing um the only time you get skydiving again is at the very end when when they're making their escape so it wasn't too much of a a, 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 you know a diversion away from oh really does uh, does he tell him that they've that he's kidnapped laurie petty at the end of the first jump then at the very end of the first jump they land in the water and they come back and they go go you know hey because at that point they've had the big chase Mm with that long chase so they know who he is and he is suspicious he, he pretty much knows it's them but he's not 100% sure so he's a bit sort of like hmm. even when they go up in the plane he's like so who packed my shoe and then you get that great bit of pack swapping where he ends up with the one that he got given in the first place again anyway <laughs> uh, before they jump out yeah was it he says well, what I'm going to do is jump or jerk off <laughs> 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 no, that is a really good scene, actually. Yeah, it's always come mm. back to me. Yeah, especially that you know, I know, but does he know that I know? Kind of uh, absolutely going back and forwards going. But if, on. You're, if you're paying attention to the packs as they're being swapped, you see full well that he just gets given back the one that he had in the first place that he was questioning. Um, so you kind of go, oh, <laughs> uh, are, are they going to do something iffy here? And then you get that wonderful woohoo, um, <laughs> The handshaking and the the bro slap in the sky, isn't it? The, yeah, the amazing, shake. fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yeah, what a quality film. Yeah, it's possibly yeah. Uh, thinking about it. Like, we'll remake it with women. <laughs> oh god, yeah, I nearly mentioned that earlier on when you were ta- when we were talking about remakes that really shouldn't be happening, and um, I, I, I think the Point Break. It's, this is going to be a bold one, right? But I think it might be the the final film in the golden era of of eighties action. You know, I think it belongs in there with Die Hard and things like that. You know, um, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, Reeves would go on to do uh, Speed after this. Yeah, that Speed was was, was quality, film. but yeah, yeah, in uh, ninety four. But yeah, no, I, I think it is definitely uh, an original for sure. Mm. Um, other films ha- it has been aped by other films it's been remade it's mm. been aped by other films particularly the, you know, the first Fast and the Furious film mm. so yeah no definitely definitely a trendsetter and one that's not been bettered as well 
Absolutely, yeah, like that's I said, right. You do come back to some of those, you know, great uh, action sequences. Um, that one on Footman, I, I keep mentioning it. It's just, uh, it really is astonishing uh, from yeah. start to finish. It is really cool. Um, ends a bit emo with him firing up in the sky, but fucking who cares, right? <laughs> yeah, and the, the the parachute jumping sequences, as you said, are, are really mm-hmm. well shot as well, and really sort of thrilling to watch. Yeah, yeah, and the fights are good, but. Um, I, I always love that you can tell when when they're doing fake parachuting when you when you're just looking up at someone with a blue sky behind them. You know damn well they're only three feet off the ground with a camera under them. Yeah, and a, and a fan blowing on them. <laughs> yeah, in a wind tunnel or something like that. Yeah. yeah, tilt the camera slightly, you know, down the way you'll see a fucking you know car park outside a studio lot. <laughs> People standing around them, well, you know, the two of them like holding hands, <laughs> three feet above the car park ground. Yeah. So Keanu Reeves, like let's yes. let's get this out of the way right now. Let's let's deal Oi, with Keanu Reeves. My name's Johnny Utah. <laughs> like, um, what what do you what do you think of of Keanu Reeves in, in he general? He looks great. Yeah, right. I I don't doubt for one minute what he's doing physically in this film, with the exception of at the end of that chase when he when he falls over and twists his ankle. He's like, oh oh, oh. um, you know, all right, that's stretching it a bit. But he, I think, uh, looks fantastic. Yeah. And they've used a little bit of slow. I mean, right at the very beginning, you're getting introduced to him in the fucking rain in a tight t-shirt, um, in slow motion with this pump-action shotgun, and it's like, yeah, cool. I'll, I'll 100% Utah. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally sold. And what about in general? Uh, in general, uh, when it comes, well, I mean, this was his first action film. So bear in mind, like we said, the same year he did Bill and Ted, mm. I was sold as him on an action hero. The more films that he did dramatically, like for example, the year after. Dracula, um, <laughs> um, or Kenneth Branagh's film uh, yeah. the, the following year, uh, Much Ado About Nothing. Eh, it wasn't too great in that either. Um, but Speed, it was like, yeah, he's actually he's good at that. Um, Johnny Mnemonic was a bit of a misfire um, as an action film, but then obviously he hit back home again with the likes of The Matrix. Mm. Um, say what you like about the sequels, I think he still carries himself well um, as an action man, and particularly last year. Um, I, he really fucking hit it home with uh, John Wick, yeah. Which I think is, I'd put that in uh, uh, Keanu Reeves' top three action movies, yeah. along with this, this and that in there, and then probably The Matrix. They're doing a um, a sequel, aren't they? To uh, I know, John yeah, Wick, next year. Yeah. So uh, hopefully they won't fuck it up. Hopefully, uh, one can only hope that'll be his first sequel that's not been completely fucked up. Yeah, because I, uh, I think that he's got he gets a bit of a bad. Sort of, of course he does. Yeah, and I, and I, and, and I really like has, him. Yeah, and he has mm. gotten better as an actor. Um, mm. You know, but let's not forget he was shit when he was young, but he got better at it. But the action he's always been good at, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. And he and he's you know he's not built like a brick shit house, and you know he's a bit of a pretty boy. I kind of. Yeah, like, but I yeah. think he takes it seriously, though. I think he takes the training uh, uh, and all that seriously. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. So All right, good for okay. him. But then again, uh, Patrick Swayze was—he uh, uh, he was never a muscly guy, but he was more of a bendy, flexible uh, ballerina type dancery guy who knew how to do action, and he was very good mm. at it. Yeah. Uh, and again, and and that, so therefore the two of them were well well matched at the end of this film. Um, I think Swayze potential might be a tiny little bit uh, smaller than Keanu Reeves, but he's probably got more moves over on than Keanu. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's not like um, you know Arnold Schwarzenegger going up against someone you know a quarter of his size. They, um, they are well matched. The pair of them didn't age the same way though, did they? Before Swayze died. No. <laughs> I mean, what is going on with Keanu Reeves? Like, is he immortal? Really? You know? <laughs> yeah, he's doing well. Yeah, he's doing very well. He's, he's what fifty something now? He must be. Mm. 
He's got to be, yeah. Do you reckon it, he'll end up in a comic book of, of some sort, like one of the Marvel? Oh, he did Constantine, didn't he? Duh. Yeah. 51. Yeah, 51. He'll be 52 later this year. That's insane. Yeah, it's... Wow, the, the photo is of uh, last year. Man, he's, he is looking good. Mm. Good for him. <laughs> any any parts of the film bother you at all? Honestly, no. Yeah. Can't no, I can't. I can't think of a of a scene that it, it is. It's captivating from start to finish. Great soundtrack as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I always remember uh, what's the LA Gun song that plays at the party, which is really fucking cool. Um, uh, Over the edge. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. That's when he's like walking around the, the, the party by himself and she comes up and sees him and, you know, he'll take you to the edge and push you over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there's smoke on the water in there. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Mm. No, yeah. no, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to think. I, it, it, you know, normally I, I'm pretty easy to please in a way, to be honest with you. And, and I think one of the worst things for me in a film is if... Um, if you start looking at your watch or yeah. you know if the pacing drags and obviously action films by by definition in genre tend to not ever do that because it, it's all fast paced anyway yeah. um so it's already got that that advantage but you know it's not you, you know it's not thriller in, intelligent and it doesn't need to be at all um it's thrilling entertaining and like you said at the beginning it really does hold up really well um, Absolutely. Unlike, uh, bizarrely, unlike The Matrix, which doesn't hold up as well, you know. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's kind of interesting. You, n- you never sort of know at the time w- mm. which films are going to do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I, I don't have much more to say beyond that. The, the, the climax of it is satisfying, and uh, I do like the fact that you do get a little bit extra at the end in uh, Bells Beach, Australia. Where yep. um, he goes to have his final showdown, his hair's a bit longer, and he calls him Bra. <laughs> Do something, Bra. <laughs> I'm like Bra. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, oh, I really. I, I, I saw the equivalent of that scene in the new film when I fast forwarded on the plane. Okay. I saw what happens, and it's like, oh fuck off! It's like actually takes place in the middle of the fucking sea. Um, and he does a sort of similar nah, thing, goes out on his own, and bollocks, just like, oh, yeah. piss off. No, know? no, I mean, I really like that because, you know, it, it gets mentioned earlier on, he's talking about this this, this wave, this beach that's, that's particularly right. um, hard to surf, and, you know, I love the the, the, the send-off, you know, he knows that he's, he's going to die, or, you yeah. know, he's going to make sure that he dies anyway. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I really like that as well, and I like the, the bit before when they parachute, um, when they escape and parachute out, and... Uh, when they're stuck together. Actually, there you go. There's pull what, it! There's nah, you thing. pull it! <laughs> All right, this, is, this, is, this is me being pedantic. There's one thing. Yeah, the parachute <laughs> opening before they land <laughs> that, that doesn't Lizzie, even remotely Lizzie open. Split, split fucking second before they land. Yeah. Swayze's fine, but, you know, Keanu's twisted his ankle again. <laughs> well, no, no, but that's the idea, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. an old injury. But, yeah, no, I mean, that's a little bit much, isn't it? And you know, that's been... I don't know if that was original in that film, but that's been copied a lot. You know, there's always... Yeah. These um, <laughs> these parachute jumps, last minute opening the chute and managing to survive and everything. Uh, shall we do one of before we get mark this one? Shall we have a little look like we did uh, last time at the director and have a quick run through their catalogue of what you've seen and what you haven't? I think that would be a good idea. Yeah, Catherine I will. Bigger, I, will, I, will yeah. I will. I mean, we've covered some of her films on the podcast already, but we I have. Will, yeah, I will. I will name them, and if you've seen it, you can give it a mark. 
So first of all, uh, first of all, the the film she did as a full director um, was called The Loveless, which I never saw. No, I've not seen it either. I'm afraid. So we'll skip. I know Willem Dafoe's in it, but we'll skip that. Next up, Near Dark. It's a straight five every time. Easy, probably, easy, probably easy, the best easy. vampire film. Well, <clears throat> whoa, a bit of a stretch. Probably the best vampire film set in the desert in the southern states of America that incorporates a road <laughs> film because there's a lot of them as well. <laughs> All right, so yeah. it's better than from Dust Till Dawn, then. Well, yes, yeah, better from <laughs> better, better than that, and better than um, uh, uh, John Carpenter's one. What was that one? Vampires. Vampires. Yeah. Uh, it is easily the best vampire film ever made. This film is in my top ten of all films. Like you see, I already know that, and yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not going to take a dump on you. It is a still a five from me, but oh, in my yeah. opinion, the best vampire film is Interview with a Vampire. So, all right, I'm going to say Lost Boys, which came out the same year. No, no, <laughs> Lost Boys is good, but it's mm. yeah. Hey, Interview with a Vampire is very, 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 very fucking good. We need to hit mm. that shit up at some point. Oh, we will do that. You and I will do that, and then we get to talk about Neil Jordan. Mm. Okay. Mm. <clears throat> Excellent. Uh, okay, so next up, Blue Steel, which I did see. Jamie Lee Curtis cop movie with uh, Ron Silver as a nutter. Yeah, I have seen it. But, and your um, man Clancy Brown is in there actually playing a fucking good guy for a change. Exactly, yeah. Which mm. uh, which really, it should lose a point for that because Clancy Brown shouldn't be cast in it as a good guy ever. He ends up as a love interest <laughs> and all. Has a, has, a, has a sex scene with Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, Jamie Lee Curtis was pretty hot back then, wasn't she, really? Yeah. Um, she gets together with Ron Silver. He turns out to be a fucking nutter and then goes on a rampage and starts stalking her. She gets together with Clancy Brown. He shoots Clancy Brown. She shoots him. No, I mean, yeah, I've, I've not, basically I've seen it, but I can't remember it at all. So um. Another Tom Sizemore cameo playing a robber in a, a store. Uh, I do remember. I've not seen it in a long time, so I'm going to say three and a half. Okay. Um, yes, next up uh, is Point Break. Um, I am a solid five for that. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna go with five as well. Just mm. about. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, after that is one that we've actually already covered uh, with did, Ben. Yeah. With uh, Ben, yeah. Our first three-way, <laughs> 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 suitably named "Strange Days." Yeah, I can't remember what I gave that at the time, but I would say it's a four from me. I really enjoy the yeah. look of that film. So, yeah. yeah, the look of it, the direction, and the acting is all terrific. It is just a bit dated because of what it is and. Uh, what it's about and when it was set but it is a, a still a strong film if you can suspend your disbelief beyond the whole 2k and the, and the technology and shit yeah um but it is a wonderful uh wonderful film so yeah i'm a, a solid four for that mm -hmm. um after that is one called the weight of water which was uh sean penn and um uh hugh grant's ex what's her face uh, the british chick damn it um elizabeth hurley and it was also partially set uh, in two time periods. Um, and I remember it not being that great. No, I've not seen it. I, uh, I don't think I've even heard of it. Saw, saw it the one, yeah, Catherine McCormick as well. Yeah, Sean Penn, whoever. Yeah, so I'm going to say two because I remember just watching it going, what the fuck was that? Um, never mind. Uh, after that, she did the uh, submarine thriller K-19, The Widowmaker, with uh, Harrison Ford and Liam Neeson. Yeah, that was that was a that was a watchable film, but not one I'd probably own. Um, I'd probably go, I'd probably go th three and a half with that. I'm going to go two and a half. Mm. I remember watching it, going, "Yeah, that should have been better." But it, I remember uh, supporting actor at the time, uh, Peter Sarsgaard, was very good in mm. it. He's the one that he's a bit of a coward at first, but then he goes in and sacrifices himself in the end and ends up fucking melting or something. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, okay. Um, I, I mean, she started to slow down. There were fewer and further between. It was uh, yeah, but they they were years. they became Oscar fodder, though, didn't they? That's the well, exactly. Well, the next one was The Hurt Locker, which she did indeed win Best Director for, mm. starring your mate, Mister Potato Man. That's right. Yeah, Potato <laughs> Potato Face Man. Yeah, Potato Head. I don't know. <laughs> yep. Some nice cameos from uh, Ray Fiennes and Guy Pearce. Uh, David Morse as well mm. uh, is always very good. Anthony Mackie uh, in an important role. Rafe uh, Fiennes. Got to say Rafe. Rafe. Yeah, yeah Rafe. The Rafe. Um, yeah, I mean, I did really like this film, mm. but it's not one that I watch very often, so I'm going to say four. Yeah, I'll go the same. It's. It, I'm not going to pretend that I'm like, yeah, who's the? I'm, I'm glad that it fucking beat Avatar to the Oscar. <laughs> I'm. I the only. I'm mostly glad about that because it's. Um, it's James Cameron's ex who beat That's him. That's right. <laughs> so I really yeah. enjoy that. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a four. Like you know, I, I'm not massively into to war films in general. <laughs> So um, she she stole his cast from Aliens for Near Dark. She stole his script for Point Break, and then she stole his fucking Oscar for the Hurt Locker. <laughs> well, I mean, next to next to Avatar, it, it, you know, it, it, Hurt Locker deserved to win. Um, Absolutely, yeah. well, it did win. Yeah, exactly. So you know, there's no hard feelings there. Yeah, who's king of the world now, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I I hate using the, the the bitch line at the end of a sentence, but fuck it, go for it. Um, okay, so what was your score for that one, sorry? That's a four as well, yeah. Four. Four years later, she came back with more Oscar fodder. She didn't win this time, though, but she did get nominated, I do believe, again, for Zero Dark Thirty. I've not seen the film, but I have read the uh, the book. Book. Yes. Yeah, same writer that wrote um, uh, The Hurt Locker. Mm. So, uh, you know, you're in similar-ish kind of territory. Um it was good. Uh, there were some very good performances, particularly for uh, Jason Clark, who was very good in it, uh, and some other people. But again, it's not one that I would choose to watch time and time again. So I'm going to go three and a half. I think when I watch it again, it'll either drop to a three or it'll go up to a four. Hmm. But for no, you, it could, for all I know, it could be like Munich for you, where you watch it and you go, bang, five stars. Yeah, Munich... Um... Yeah, I'm a bit of a sucker for sort of espionage spy business anyway, especially yeah. when it isn't Bond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, because that's like the go-to. But um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm not in a rush to watch uh, Zero Dark Thirty, I will say. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's, it is like, you know, two and a half hours. So, But mm. yeah, no, definitely get around to it when you're in the mood. Mm. Uh, yeah, for sure. Well, that's it. That is it for her thus far. Hopefully we'll have something coming from her soon. Uh, we shall see and uh, that is us for our film club uh, edition and um, we'll have to get some scores from the team then and see if it's uh, gold star worthy what's that oh this yeah yeah definitely definitely Uh, Near Dark I did actually cover on the podcast I'm not sure if we all scored it or not but I think uh, it it missed out sadly Mm. (laughs) but we'll see Uh, we'll see cool alright Sean thank you very much no worries and everybody we'll be back in a week bye bye